Four presents Perchance to Dean. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. Season four continues to be good. With a 20-minute organ solo, baby. I love it. I love it. I was kind of surprised that the the boy the the creators of this aren't actually into prog rock because I, this reads like a fun love letter. It really, really does. Um, yeah, I, I, I was I was a little bit flummoxed by that because uh, I got I got to tell you, like this was one of the uh, this is one of the things that made me think like, oh yeah, these bands do kind of roll actually. Yeah. You know, I I was I was surprised by that. They they're kind of down on this episode. I'm surprised by that. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, disappointed in myself because if I had thought about it and planned it, I would have tried to get uh, Jeremy Parrish to guest on this episode. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, that would have been real fun to just kind of prog explain <laughs> some of the deeper progisms, <laughs> like what, two prog dilettantes. Why why by the time uh, Pink Floyd got around to releasing Dark Side of the Moon, they were very firmly not prog anymore. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to have uh, somebody explain that to me. I want to have somebody um, talk about the band Can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the intro to the Crontendo videos, a Can song. Oh, um, yeah, Can's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I also was. I, it's funny the guys in my band make fun of me for oh, being yeah? Prague. You know, for having appreciation of it. Okay. You know, at all. And then another one of my friends who will never listen to this, but I'm not going to name just on the off chance, mm-hmm. is incredibly dismissive of some prog while being really into other prog. And it's very funny. Like, he's just like, yeah, you know, King Crimson's fucking incredible. But yes, fuck you. I wouldn't <laughs> listen to yes for your years. <laughs> like, I can, and, and I, they're different bands. And I can, I can understand having a preference of one over the other, but that passion, uh, that's, yeah, that's the, the to is me. incredible. Yeah. It, we're, we're going on like 30 years of it. Like it's something that he's had when he was younger and he's still just like, yeah, fuck. You know, I think it, it came from hating rush. I which yeah. like rush for, for prog band is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty singular. Uh-huh. Uh, but then also rush kind of rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I like all these bands. The, the soundtrack in this episode fucking is awesome. It's really good. And it goes, I mean, it goes a long way. Uh, like, it really eclipses the other stuff about the episode for me. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's very little of the episode by volume. You know, the stuff that's mm-hmm. like prog, uh, prog stuff. But it's a real centerpiece of it for me, actually. Like, the the, yeah. fail, the failed clone thing is cool, too. Like, that's that's fun. <laughs> there's, there's a great little bit of uh, unsaid lore or like logic in that that i want to underline when we get to it okay that i I think is awesome like i love the confidence of the venture brothers i'll just say it now yeah uh to explain things so he has he sleeps with shrinky dinks Mm -hmm. you know uh and then when he has his experiment he just puts his hair in the oven yeah which is what you do with shrinky dinks (laughs) (laughs) like and they never they never underline that like nobody ever says like oh that's not what science is doing (laughs) but uh it's such a cute little like thing that they don't they don't tell you and when you pick up it's just like oh dean little man it's <laughs> just like oh and, and and also like on rusty like hey you know here's a table with some beakers and some fluid do science <laughs> do like, science like, what are you talking like, about and do science i don't take on the properties of whatever i'm whatever i'm next to i'm not fucking tofu dude i'm yeah, not tilapia. i'm not mondo from generation x <laughs> um, 
the uh yeah uh, just just uh very very cute uh, little thing and so far just really cementing my like i think that season four might be the 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 season where i definitively like jackson public episodes more than doc hammer episodes oh. we got a, we got a couple good doc ones coming up but he did this he did uh self-medication of course i really like handsome ransom mm-hmm. like good good jackson episodes this season extremely good yeah yeah uh, so written by Jackson, as we mentioned, originally aired November 1st, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Dean episode. Um, they were doing some, some Dean things. They eventually wanted to do Hank by Hank West, <laughs> which isn't a fun or rhyme or anything, yep. uh, and did not do it. Um, this is about, uh, Rusty trying to get Dean into super science while there is a failed clone. There's a Hugo, mm-hmm. uh, who is putting together a skin suit of Dean's. Uh, yeah. yeah, cause he's, he's not, he's not pretty enough. Uh, he's the longest yeah. living of the clones. The thing about D19, which is the clone's name mm-hmm. and designation. Um, Hey Gary, how did he get so buff? <laughs> I, doing, doing pushups in the attic. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he has nothing, he has nothing else to do. I suppose. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I love uh, D19. There's, there's a weird thing about this episode. Like the, the Dean center Nikoklaus, uh, performance is great mm-hmm. like he played both deans like it's really good i love the line line deliveries of d19 oh it's a great yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as we alluded to uh we you know there's a lot of prog rock content in this uh basically uh rusty just you know reveals he is he is granting dean access to his muse which is progressive mm-hmm. rock um yeah. and we get lots of jokes uh, there were there were way more jokes, obviously. Uh, there's a great bit in the art book where uh, Doc Hammer talks about like, yeah, you know, whenever whenever an episode is easy, it's like built around this one joke or this one scene that is everything to you and you build it out and build it out and build it out. But then there's all this other stuff that needs to move the episode forward. And then you mm-hmm. like you have to cut away. You have to cut away the thing that like really got you, you know, excited about this. So like there was way more of this that was just left on the cutting room floor. And what we get is good, but I can just yeah. I, I I really I really kind of like um uh vibe with that creation process. I empathize with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's very relatable. Yeah. Um Public, you know, neither of these guys are really into Prague. Very surprising that like Doc Hammer's not. Mm-hmm. I knew he was into weird eighties goth stuff yeah, and everything yeah. but i'm surprised he's not into this as well um but public listened to a lot of yes uh while writing this like listen to roundabout a million times so mm-hmm. this is before the roundabout internet yeah before it got jojoed yeah yeah um there were originally going to be a joke where dean was into later like 80s yes mm-hmm. so yes. owner of own owner of a lonely heart um <laughs> But that's a good song as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Doc is wrong. Like, I love that song. I, I love that it begins with the, the all the orchestra hits fighting. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, just, it doesn't make any sense for a song that you hear on the radio. Yep. Um, um, it's definitely different than uh, than Roundabout Era, yes. Uh, it is not nearly as, uh, as psychedelic, but different does not no, necessarily imply worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's not funky. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, visually, I will go as far as to say, a tour de force. Oh, yeah. Which is beautiful. for a tour of force. <laughs> um, the, uh, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, colorful. Wonderful. Yeah. Episode. So many psychedelic dreamscapes of Dean listening to the music and going on his uh, going on his little journey into the center of his soul uh, and his anxiety about the fact that he's losing his hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really well done. 
Yeah. But the psychedelic sequences in this are just really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, this almost wasn't its own episode. This is going to be a side plot of self-medication, uh, mm-hmm. the episode we're talking about later. Um, but they broke them apart, which was smart because that would be very crowded. And I love all the room that episode has to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like yeah. all the room both of these episodes have to breathe. So they took one totally. one, one episode that would have been way too uh, way too cluttered. And they made two of the best episodes of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also, uh, this is, uh, there, the interesting thing from the, uh, the commentary is this is, uh, Jackson's first time writing for Dermot. Oh, uh, and this is really great, uh, Dermot writing. Oh, there's so many, uh, there's so many face saving excuses. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very well observed Dermot, oh, uh, God. in this episode. So, yeah. so viva. And, and I, and, and I like what they say in the commentary, like, oh, people don't like Dermot because it reminds them of people they hate. And it's like, no, that's Dermot well, doing his job. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like to, yeah. to hate Dermot is to the um, one of the things I, I, I really like about uh, the commentary is uh, the boys and they're kind of um, the way they react to it's not criticism. Like it's not like actionable criticism, the way they, they react to like fan belly aching about stuff. Yeah. Especially they, they spend you know? time talking about like, oh, you know, hatred. And it was them talking, you know, it was, it was in the context of them saying like, oh, you know, hatred's going along with the wacky plots. You know, it's, it's hatred, yeah. you know, demonstrating the small little model of the exploding rusties, the security system. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, Brock would never do this. Like all they would do is say, Meh, and walk away. And then th- yeah. that that kind of went into just you know conversation just about you know broadly the reception to uh the the, the reception to the uh, the foregrounding of hatred, right? Yeah, hatred and Dermot and stuff, and and they're it really does feel like they are the kind of creators who are successful at letting shit roll off their back, mm-hmm. which I long to be someday. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> it's a process. The, uh, it's a process. Yeah, they're just like oh well, people don't like that. Why don't they like it? Well, they don't <laughs> like it because uh, you know this, and they're like huh, and then they just move on. Yeah. It's they, incredible. They just make the like, thing they want to make. <laughs> yeah, it just really, you know, here's why we like it. It's cool you don't like it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. What a what an admirable thing that has <laughs> somehow eluded me, even though I'm like twice as old as these guys are <laughs> uh, at the time they made this. Uh, you, you know, it, it just, uh, good, go, go boys. Yeah, yeah. way to yeah. go, guys. I'm, I'm adding these guys to my like REM creative role model oh yeah yeah so not for everything they do but specifically mm-hmm. for that yeah specifically for like a healthy relationship to the work yeah yeah you know and and to people other people's opinion of the work like mm-hmm. i don't get to control that and uh you know i should just be a, like i don't need to, everyone to like me yeah you know that's fine uh, they just laugh it off and it's good <laughs> uh let's get into it I love the opening, mm-hmm. uh, the late eighties, mm-hmm. uh, the late eighties fashion and hair on, uh, specifically rusty, but Brock's rocking, a rocking, uh, some, some real drip here too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> side, uh, side shaved mullet and, uh, that, that very specific, uh, like, I don't know what garment it is. What is that thing called? He's wearing like, I knew a lot of people own that thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. It, it looks like some kind of like weird sweatsuit kind of deal. It's it's just it's just a shirt. It's not the whole the yeah. whole pants. He's just wearing regular pants. But it's this. It's like a very rusted root esque, yeah. like hippie uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's him. It's like his first day on the job. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rusty's yeah. Rusty's taking him around and showing him the showing him the clone farm, but telling him to keep his mm-hmm. mouth shut because mum's the word when it comes to my little cabbage patch here. They're not exactly street legal. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he jokes with Brock, you know, oh, this makes your job easier, doesn't it? Uh, but actually no smoking. <laughs> Seriously, no smoking. Mm-hmm. And Brock swallows the cigarette, which is a thing that people do in cartoons and stuff. <laughs> yep. uh, 
you know, uh, it's it's the second most badass thing you can do out, out of, after putting them out on your tongue. Yeah. Oh, and after not smoking. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's incredibly badass. Yeah. Never smoked a cigarette has never passed my lips. I own um, <laughs> the uh, and then as they're going through, Rusty notices a uh, malformed clone D19 and uh, aborts it. There's a big button that just says abort. <laughs> I didn't notice um, and the just abort presses button. the button. I didn't notice <laughs> the abort button. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! It just flushes them out the bottom of the tank. You know, like ah, yep. I knew the nutrient levels were off or what have you. Um, but yeah. it didn't. Uh, it didn't take. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna find out. He becomes an addict stooge. Uh, we cut to mm-hmm. present day and like the you know the swirling of the of the uh, clone fluid leaving the tank. Match cuts over to Dean's um, shower drain. He's watching hair swirling around the drain. Uh, yeah. So you know, like, oh boy, I'm starting, you know, starting to lose my hair. First off, you lose hair all the time, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, well, he's, he's he's also very young, though. Yes, to be losing that much hair. Yeah, you know, uh, he's taking a long time. You know, hatred's yelling that the the head is for the entire unit. <laughs> uh, you gotta let your brother in there. Uh, when he comes out, Hank runs in to, to pee, and Rusty screams at him. He's grounded. Uh, he should not be peeing because there's only one bathroom in the compound. Mm-hmm. I think this may be the first time they've revealed that. Holy shit! <laughs> you wonder huge. everybody on this this place is all fucked up. <laughs> it's like the experimental Sims death house I made with the one bathroom at the center of the maze in the basement. <laughs> Yeah. Where characters are like pissing themselves and dying on their way to get to it. Uh-huh. Just the, the just the Grim Reapers down there with the squeegee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to clean up in aisle four. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah. But uh, he's not supposed to do this because he's grounded. Yeah, and I love the reason he's grounded. I I I, I, I spoiled this last week, but uh he's grounded. Uh you, you should have thought of that before you called your father the president of the United States of Boogers in front of company. Sick own. <laughs> Hank, that's so good. I, I, I love uh, I love Hank in the season. <laughs> sassy, uh, sassy Hank is so good. <laughs> uh, Dean uh, takes the hair that he from under the drain and puts it under his pillow. You know, as you do. Uh, and we follow the sound of Hank and Rusty are arguing up into the uh, the attic, where the deformed clone of Dean is there listening. And that's our like dun 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 dun, mm-hmm. uh, you know, abbreviated uh, thing. I think in the uh, couple episodes ago, we we forgot to mention the new title sequence oh, yeah. with hatred instead of, uh, you know, but I love it when they do those for new seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, this one they skip. Yeah. Um, they skip because Dean wakes up. He has a note that says, meet me in the panic room. And we think, oh, this must be the failed clone trying to trick him or whatever. No, um, the bed falls out from under him. Rusty got, (laughs) Rusty Mm -hmm. got impatient. Um, and he meets his dad down there uh, and he says, Hey, it's time to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's been leaving hair there for the hair fairy, but he has to learn that there is no hair fairy. (laughs) Uh, No, your baby hair is not falling out for your real hair. Uh, Rusty kind of skirts around the issue of him going bald, which is what he's interested in. And does this, I, I really love Rusty in this episode mm-hmm. because it, it's shitty. You know, like living through your kid is shitty. Yeah. Uh, but he is, you, there's a little bit of an element of like Bill Murray in Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. I think about all the time. Like what if you just end up with two Hanks? <laughs> You know, like, you know, and like, you're, you're, you're like, uh, you know, Rusty's a terrible person, but like, you're, you're more of an internal sensitive person yeah. and you end up with two jock kids. Mm-hmm. So he's really glomming onto Dean as his hope for like a friend and familial relationship. Yeah. He wants somebody he, he can relate to. He doesn't want to feel, you know, he, he, he doesn't want to feel alienated as this person grows up, which I love how that segues and Dean's whole, you know, kind of development, 
Um, you know, that mm-hmm. segues into uh, Dean rebelling against kind of being, you know, nar- held as this narcissistic object, right? Well, you know, even the entire world, he rejects Rusty, but also rejects the entirety. Yeah, yeah. Of, of everything they're in. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's all season six stuff mostly mm-hmm. uh season six season seven but it's very good yeah um it was like hey it's time you start your science career um you know dean uh, at this point he sleeps with shrinky dinks in his pocket uh <laughs> do we not, need to tell know, people what shrinky dinks career. are uh well, yes like 100 <laughs> percent uh you know they're not color forms which is the other one that i always associate <laughs> shrinky dinks are really weird man yeah so <laughs> shrinky dinks you would get this uh it was like sheets of plastic that looked kind of like um kind of like had the texture and thickness of a fruit roll-up uh kind, yeah. kind of and you you, but what you sticky. yeah but not sticky but yeah. you would cut them into shapes so like oh i want this to be like a dinosaur and the great thing that this toy did was you you, you cut out the shape of the shrinky dink and you put it in the oven um and if your house didn't catch fire what you had was a smaller shriveled up version of the thing you cut out which was stiff. Yes. The plastic, the shrinky dink material was loose mm-hmm. initially, and then it became this little hard little 2D icon. Yes. And there were licensed versions of this uh, that you would also color in. Yeah. So shrinky dink um, Spider-Man head. Yeah. Yeah. And you color it in with like colored pencil, and then you would end up with a, a Spider-Man head. You'd start with one that was like three inches big. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you'd have one that was one inch big. <laughs> you see how kids might like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see how the, you see the appeal obviously this is this um, is very much just like the you know the the era where a toy could be invented because of like uh like space age polymer runoff you know this is like yes. in, the, in the silly putty and slinky uh kind of era of toys <laughs> just kind of like so somehow like way lamer than both of those things yep. <laughs> and and here's the here's the thing is that i fucking love them and my brain has fully ship of theseus where i have no memory as to what the appeal was <laughs> Like as a kid, I love shrinky dinks. I love color forms. Yep. Uh, both of which color forms were little vinyl stickers that you could take on and off of scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, but I absolutely adored them. And then now I have none of those brain cells left, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what all, the appeal was all, of a shrinky dink. You can't play with them. Nope. It, it, it's, <laughs> it doesn't I mean, create a toy. I was. It creates like a thing you might put on a shelf. Like I, I should like it more now. <laughs> You know, I was more of a spirograph man because uh, I could make okay. something and give it to people or hang it up on a wall. You know, sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> now the uh, now I, I mean I, I never had a spirograph. It's just you know, yeah. it's just whatever whatever weird '70s shitty toys your parents got you. It's just up in the air. <laughs> God, uh, oh, it's so yeah. good. But shrinky dinks are not science. Uh, no, no, no. And he, he only sleeps with uh, with the shrink eatings because he can't find Mister Ricci, his stuffed uh, his stuffed giraffe. Uh, previously, we saw either Tim Tom or Kevin stabbing uh, Mister Ricci, um, yeah. and uh, he doesn't have Mister Ricci because D nineteen got him and uh, sewed him back yeah. together. Yeah, we'll we'll see that uh, see that soon. Yeah. Um, so he presents him what he's actually giving him his junior laboratory. Uh, it's in the panic room. You know, no windows. There's this running joke about not having windows. <laughs> uh, he and uh, Hank has to move all the boxes out of the panic room <laughs> to make room for the lab. Yeah. Um, you know, and just really mean. He's like, "Why does he get a lab and I got to do this?" And Rusty's like, "You're preparing for your future career as well." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just an absolutely horrible thing to say to a kid. Yeah. Just like get get, get used to using a hand truck, buddy. um i love so you know we go go up to the attic and there's no there's all jokes here you Mm -hmm. know we see that d19 has mr ricci uh and he hears rusty 
berating him like a hallucination voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is creating a Buffalo Bill perfect Dean suit. Yep. Um, out of uh, clone skin. Yep. So whenever a clone dies, whatever part of the body he, he can uh, he can he can uh, get a hold of and 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 you know unwrap is the way that I was gonna say that and I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, he adds it to the yeah. suit, right? But he can't. He can't. It doesn't fit him. You know, um, that's one problem. It is. Uh, you know, it's all tanned leather and he's too big, um, and he's missing just one piece: the face. Um, and the yep. face, and the face is the you know the the part about him that is the most wrong. It's what made yeah. uh, it's what made Rusty abort him in the first place, right? He he <clears> looks <throat> a lot like a uh, riffraff from Rocky Horror. Yeah, riffraff by was... way of Quasimodo. Yeah. Um. The uh, so Hank comes in, he hides from him, and Hank sees uh, D 19s like big all these pictures of Dean's. Like he's like, it's all about Dean, isn't it? Which I love. <laughs> Hank being a fucking dumbass that like Rusty goes up to the attic to admire pictures of Dean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, so uh, D nineteen living up there in the attic. I just, I, again, I love you know these mid these mid seasons where we see different parts of the compound that are just added mm-hmm. because they you know they they needed to write for this new location, right? But I just love mm-hmm. that it's you know so big. It once used to be so bustling, and there are just whole wings of it that, that they don't go to anymore. Yeah. You know, it yeah. just uh, like I, it's very, uh, very great. Yeah, and uh, later on, this is this uh, the same attic will be the room where uh, Dean moves to. Uh, when he yeah. gets his own room, he gets his uh, gets his Greg Brady attic bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut over to, to Hatred, who is demonstrating his new security system, which is decoys of Rusty, <laughs> like that explode. Yep. Uh, again, Hatred is being up for for anything, <laughs> you know, coming with all these things. And uh, UP, UPS guy comes in, uh, voiced by the great Reggie Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, um, and you know, hatred says, "Be careful!" Uh, you know, with those boxes, there's hazardous material, which they did not declare. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Rusty calls him. You know, tells him like, "Hey," you know, calls him nosy McPeace a lot. Says, uh, "Hey, mind mind your own business." I love as he's uh, as he's walking away, he sees Hank with uh, with his own hand trunk and you know, hand trunk and makes a joke like, "Oh, you're gunning for my job, huh?" <laughs> this yeah. this interaction's amazing. Did my dad tell you to say that? No. Then are no. you psychic? <laughs> uh, and then, and then just yeah. the, oh God, yeah. Rusty saying, "Hank, leave the man alone." Just because he's black doesn't mean he has the shining. That's very funny. <laughs> and of course, uh, the way this goes, he does have the shining. His name is he, Holloway he has, instead he has a of Halloran. Of sorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. So Hank thinks now that he's done this chore, he should be ungrounded. But Rusty's like, you haven't done everything on the list. What list? You know, the things I would have to have Hank do before I even consider ungrounding him. <laughs> and it's this big 20-item list. I had a, an abusive stepdad, yep. not a hard swerve into seriousness in this okay. comedy show, yeah. who pulled this shit on me. Did he? Like, in real life. Yeah, I was being punished for some reason or like, just was, you know, idle hands. Like, make sure yeah. kids aren't playing in the summer. Like, make sure they're constantly doing chores. It's like, oh, I'll tell you when you're done. Like, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was literally a list. Like, I went out and mowed the lawn. And then I came back, and he's like, you haven't done any, anything on the list. And I said, what list? And he pulled out a list that he hadn't shown me previous to that. Vile. Vile. Like, it broke the game design rules of what mm-hmm. we were... We had agreed on, like you know, he said, "Go do this," and then you can go hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so pissed. Yeah. Like that, that guy sucked. Not least of which because he like yelled at me all the time and hit my mom. Yeah, but he also sucked for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. as well. No, so, no. Okay. Um, but w- watching this, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah, I remember that. 
Mm-hmm. Like very distinct memory of him pulling out a list with a real like shit eating grin. Like, yeah, you really own this fucking. Oh yeah. No, list. it's the easiest thing <laughs> to do. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good job. Good yeah. job bullying a 12 year old. <laughs> He's absolutely unmitigated garbage. He had the nerve to show up at my mom's funeral. Did he? Uh, and oh. it, yeah, I was so like, I didn't talk to him. Like well, he of like, tried to because he pulled that shit on you. And I just, yeah, like, well, and uh, you know, all the more serious stuff, but he, he tried to like express his condolences. And I had the presence of like, in, you know, one of the most stressed out I've ever been, had the presence of mind to ignore him. So nice. Yeah. You know, good, good job. Pass Gary. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so he, he wants him to shine his shoes uh, there. Hank goes up, uh, he's sitting on Dean's bed, uh, you know, shining the shoes when Dermot walks in. You know, how did you get in? <laughs> Security's a joke at this place. Ninjutsu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I love how he gives the TS2 prepared, like uh, two badass answers. Yep. He has to say them both. Oh, God. Um, and uh, Dermot is just uh, he's, he's trying to swagger, but Hank's rem- Hank remembers him getting the uh, the the crying snot beat down from Dean, mm-hmm. uh, and he tries yep. to hand wave away like, "Oh, I had a stomach flu that day," uh, yeah. you know. And you know, Dermot he just wants to hang out again with a you know with a with 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 a, with his friend, and he's like, "Oh, if your dad wants his car washed, let's give him to re- let's give him a reason to wash it." So we're gonna go go get yeah. into car mischief. Yes. Uh, Rusty is showing uh, Dean this egg chair. God, that's there. It's where, where oh, he has all of his greatest super science ideas. Uh, one of the things where, like in the show, you have to remember that like Rusty is played as a joke. Mm-hmm. He also invented human cloning. He did uh, that was successful and, and good. Like he's he is a super scientist. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want an egg chair so bad. I know that they're yeah, not comfortable. Um, I want one of the ones that has the speakers built into it. Just plug sure. a pl- plug a plug a vinyl player into it, plug a turntable in. Just fucking vibe. Yeah. 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 Just a just a real you object can, of lust for me. It, yeah. Very very cool. The, the idea of like sitting on a chair like this with big oversized headphones mm-hmm. uh is very appealing to me. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, there's like a million stores in Portland that sell that shit. Ooh. Like I, I can go get an egg chair right now. Uh, but probably uh, for like a lot of money. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. they're expensive. Yeah. You know, because they're they're just, you know. For for shitty uh, hipsters advertising, of course, advertising guys. Yeah, but I, I could get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it says you're about to meet my muse. No, it's not Dean's mom. It's progressive rock, um, and he's going mm-hmm. to start him on the primo shit. You know, not gonna not yeah. gonna ease him in with uh, you know with with Asia or anything like that, right? And we learn yes. we learn where Dean got his name. Yeah, just say yes <laughs> uh, and presents the cover. Uh, and Dean loves the cover of this. Is you know painted by our greatest living artist, Mister Roger <laughs> Dean. Uh, hey, that's my name. That's no accident, boy. Mm-hmm. It's like actually pretty sweet. Yep. Here, yeah. Like I love, I love Happy Rusty. Like this will, this will reach its apex in Spanakopita. Of course. But like Happy Rusty is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and Dean, you know, he's going through and pulling out all of these, uh, fl- flipping through all of these uh, just different enough to not be copyright infringement uh, covers of things. And he pulls out, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the court of the Crimson King, Rusty pulls it away. He says, oh, at this point in your training, it could turn you into an evil scientist, which, yeah, that's a good album. Great. I like I like King Crimson. It's fun, fine, fine prog music. Uh, that mm-hmm. album is mostly like flutes and like saxophones and stuff. Like yeah, the, the, I, the opening track, you know, is you know that really rough Vietnam uh, 
uh vietnam protest song but like the the rest of it's real like uh like lord of the rings kind of stuff <laughs> that's kind of frog yeah, yeah yeah that's where you can kind of see that maybe uh the the boys were not as knowledgeable about this <laughs> but just the, the idea that this will turn you into an evil scientist yeah i, I love that that's what separates good and evil scientists is what kind of prog rock they listen to yep. it had to be prog rock uh-huh. but depending on what they listen to yep. uh that's really great uh you know buckle your mind dean because uh, it's about to get blown and we get this psychedelic montage um which we you know we can't go in through frame by frame but i think it's worth watching on youtube yeah, uh, if you're if you're at all like I imagine there are some people who listen to the show for a service, which is weird to me. But mm-hmm. if you do uh, watch this, because this is a really cool little bit of um, I can't remember the word, but there's the word for it's applied to anime a lot where it's like a really good piece of animation. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I don't know what to call that. No. Yeah, there, there's a Twitter account for it that gets mm-hmm. retweeted in my timeline sometimes, and yeah. I cannot get the reality blockers from Black Mirror. <laughs> um, the, uh, but it, it's good animation. Yes. Uh, it is, it is like really just lots of cool stuff happens and it looks good. Uh, you yeah. know, we start out with a space baby, uh, you know, like in mm-hmm. uh, 2001 uh, and it grows up into Vitruvian Dean. It is Dean is the Vitruvian man. Mm-hmm. Um, I like and, the idea of Da Vinci creating the Vitruvian, Vitruvian Dean. <laughs> the perfect Dean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's going down a laser wormhole, um, aging. Uh, until he uh, mm-hmm. crumbles to dust and then a fetus emerges so it is the uh, it is the, the the cycle of life and dean is fully hooked yeah uh you know he, he he's going to leave him to it but he says no air drumming uh, bruford can change the timing so fast it'll strain it'll strain your wrist uh, bill bruford yes uh, i believe is the name of the, the drummer mm-hmm. there i wrote it down as um, rupert because i took that note while i was watching and i didn't double check yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, but he does change the timing up fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his rock, rock is silly. Um, <laughs> we go over to to Hank driving around the uh, the compound doing donuts. You know, uh, and he's Dermot is criticizing his donuts. Mm-hmm. You know how slow he's doing them, but he doesn't drive anything that isn't stick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, take us down to the quarry. I don't think we should leave the compound. You didn't think I should hotwire it either. That's because I have the keys. Uh, <laughs> it's so okay. good. And then just like a, a scene Dermot. later, they're having an argument like, no, just admit that I could have hotwired it if I wanted to. Fucking <laughs> Dermot. God. Uh, while this happening, D19 is digging up clones mm-hmm. uh, in the lawn, finding this, finally finding the, the, the Dean, the perfect Dean. And while they're arguing, uh, Hank hits uh, the Dean. Mm-hmm. The, the clone Dean dives out of the way. The, the, uh, the dead Dean, which is also a clone Dean, <laughs> yeah. uh, gets hit. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they think, oh, God, we, we, we must have hit. We, we killed Dean. Um, and out at Night Nails, uh, the, the UPS guy, Holloway, Holloway, not Halloran, um, mm-hmm. he starts to get the shine and he calls the sheriff, says, I think something terrible is about to go down out at the Venture compound. Yeah. 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 Uh, so th- that's going to be this weird little C plot mm-hmm. to this episode. Like, what do real people do when they they live next to the the compound yeah and there's they're they're standing out you know like on the hill looking down on it saying like oh they call it the compound you know (laughs) says like no this is like i saw this like cult militia stuff they had this military guy walking around they had explosives like (laughs) yeah yeah like from the outside the venture compound does look ridiculous yeah you know uh hank is freaking out about killing dean 
uh, and Dermot is trying to calm him down, you know, like you, you cannot get, uh, you, you can't tell anybody because if you think being grounded is bad, going to prison is like being grounded for life, but plus butt sex, yeah. uh, little prison rape joke, uh, which is not great, but also of course Dermot would make that. Of course he would. Yes. Yeah. Like a- again, it, yeah. it is in service of the well-observed kid. Yes. Yeah. You know? uh, so. uh, it's like, I can, I can, I've dealt with stuff like this. That's why they used to call me the wolf. And Hank's like, no one called you that. He's like, well, back in my old neighborhood, they did. Mm-hmm. They when, also called me psycho. Yeah. When they weren't in calling fact, me psycho. Gang, <laughs> in fact, there was a gang war over what to call me. No, over who would get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they were fighting incredible. over me. Whether you get the wolf or the psycho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so Dermot burns Hank's learner's permit says hey you're going to have to disappear in Mexico so that's going to be their plan is figuring out how to get uh, off the compound uh, which uh, mm-hmm. involves stealing the people mover which is fun yeah <laughs> we will we'll, uh, so uh, we cut over to um, you know Dean having another dream sequence where he's riding a dinosaur pillars of hair grow out of the landscape and the hairs capture him uh, here, uh, Rusty is making plaster cast of his body for the uh, the decoys. Ex- the you know, this episode comes together really well. It does. Like a lot of a lot of things uh, are well foreshadowed and and fit together like a puzzle mm-hmm. uh, here. Um, and he realizes he forgot Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so he runs inside. <laughs> Dean is on the floor with his nose bleeding. Mm-hmm. This is like twitching. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's side two of Dark Side of the Moon. He's in a Floyd hole. Fill the tub with ice now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they give him a Jacob's ladder to wake him up. <laughs> it's like, a, so like in this world, it's all Rusty's delusion, but it's also kind of real. Uh-huh. All this stuff. Yep. Um, and he wakes up and Rusty's like, Dean, are you all right? You know, and he wakes up saying Eureka. Yep. Of course. Uh, he's er- had his idea. Er- erupting uh, from a tub like Archimedes did uh, saying Eureka. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love that it's side two of Dark Side of the Moon because you know what tracks on there? Uh, no, I brain don't, damage. I'm not big, oh, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, Pink Floyd guy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I side, like, I like, uh, Dark Side of the Moon's know. overrated, but I just, I thought it was funny because New Side 2 has brain damage on it, and that, that, that probably would, you know, send him over. I, I don't know that song. I'm not a big Pink, like, I, I, I've probably heard it before because I've hung out with people who smoked a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, for some reason in the world of like Prague, I'm not, yeah. you know, Pink Floyd has always left me pretty cold. Yeah. I just know? thought, I just thought that was a fun little detail. <laughs> uh the uh so we get this little montage of hatred and rusty making the decoys and dean doing science uh which is just taking some of his hair and putting it in a petri petri dish yeah he's trying uh, to make a know, cure we'll, for baldness <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll find out what that is uh soon yeah so d19 is distraught uh the face on the you know the perfect dean face was uh was destroyed you know he he, he lost his chance uh and hallucinatory rusty says oh the real dean wouldn't have given up so easily you know mm-hmm. go take a look uh go take a look in the panic room uh you yeah, know there, just, well there's one other dean you miss yeah he yeah. said well i couldn't do that and he's like well look in the panic room mm-hmm. you know the, you can go for the real dean yeah um, I can't have two Deans. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get rid of the real Dean if you want to be a Dean. Yeah. And D19, yeah. he's, you know, he like he, he rejects this. You know, that's wrong. You know, oh, what's wrong is that 14th stringer getting everything you were supposed to have. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Dean putting his hair in the oven. Which, again, <laughs> that's what he thinks science is because of shrinky dinks. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's so adorable. Yeah. Uh, Dermot takes Hank's hand and puts in a vial liquid. Uh, I think he's burning his <laughs> fingerprints off. Um, and he's, he's saying, you know, go to your cave. 
mm-hmm. you know, slide like in, uh, in Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, I love that Hank is screaming, even though we it's not it's not lie, like it's not actually yeah, anything. He just thought it would hurt. It's like Wayne the Skeleton King. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it didn't actually hurt. It just painted stupid. Um, but, the, uh, like, you know. but then Dermot's like, oh, haven't you seen Fight Club? Oh, I saw it when I was a kid. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. You would have been, it, you know, his mom took him to see Elmo in Grouchland, which also came yeah. out in 1999. Did some back of the napkin math. Uh, if Dermot is 17 in this, when it came out in 2009, mm-hmm. he would have been seven then. So a seven-year-old <laughs> sneaking out of Elmo to watch Fight Club. But of course Pretty it didn't cool happen. Kid. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, nothing, you know, nothing he says happened. Yeah. Um, it's just paper mache glue, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's not, it's not acid. He's like, don't we have any acid in this place? Uh, Dermot takes out his butterfly knife to peel off the fingerprints. Commando style. Uh, yeah, gr- fucking gross. <laughs> like, like, uh, and uh, tries to do a little trick and drops it. God, that is and so well observed. Every Dermot yeah. comes out of the womb with a butterfly knife. It's really tough on the moms. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I, um, my, uh, my, my town's mall, uh, where, uh, uh, you know, where I grew up, I was dying. Uh, and the last time mm-hmm. I was there, like, uh, there, there's a hospital that's actually connected to it because every, every dying business in my town has been hermit crowd by some kind of medical imaging facility. And so I was, sure. I was walking around the the mall, and Chris and I walked into the store that was all like, uh, like black you, you velvet. You told me the story before, but please tell I? me again because it's funny. Yeah, and it's, no, it's, it's a okay, different show. Yeah. Maybe I've yeah. heard it as many times. Yeah, uh, but it's like black velvet. Uh, it's like like basically like a head shop that, uh, that that just sells you know tobacco pipes and what have you, but like black velvet mm. uh, oil paintings and uh, you know tiger statues and stuff like that. And I was talking to Chris, is like, oh my gosh, all this place is missing is the butterfly knives. And uh, the guy behind the counter was like, oh, butterfly knives. And he produces just this huge tray of butterfly knives. And like, would you like to peruse my wares? <laughs> uh, could you have butterfly knives? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've never uh, had a butterfly knife phase because I know I would immediately cut off my fingers. Oh, no. I'd or at like, least cut the, you know, off, but just, you know, yeah. cut my fingers. Because of course I would. It's a knife that is designed to like fly around. I don't want to, I, I barely trust myself with a regular knife. Let alone when I was like 15. And also when you get older, you realize that uh, waving a knife around and doing like knife stuff mm-hmm. is maybe not as cool as you thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just the idea of like flipping a knife around, like <laughs> moving in different ways, almost cutting yourself, but not cutting yourself. Uh you know, when you're young or when you're in a movie, either one, you think that's the coolest thing that's ever been. Yeah. In real life, though, it's not that it doesn't impress that me. That no, much. no. You, you, you think you look like uh, uh, Steven Seagal in the movies, but uh, no, yeah. you just look like, look Steven, like Steven Seagal, Seagal in real now. life. Yeah. You look like Steven Seagal on Twitter. <laughs> instead of Steven Seagal oh, he's, he's definitely yeah. been kicked off Twitter by now, hasn't he? Oh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he looks like um, Carl Havoc. <laughs> he does. Like he looks like he's wearing a Steven Seagal Halloween costume. <laughs> That's like too thick. Like he doesn't look muscular at all. He looks like he's like made of bread or something. Mm-hmm. Like a, he's got a really weird look. He's one of those people that uh, that, that over time there's a, there, there's a way that a certain kind of broad man uh, ages, mm-hmm. and it'll happen to me too. But eventually, uh, a certain segment of men will turn into a thumb. And uh, he is well along the road to thumbdom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like big, big, uh, big thumb energy from that man. <laughs> and he's also an evil thumb. Oh, yeah. No, he's uh, the fucking bits. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's not like that good thumb from those DVDs from <laughs> 2004. <laughs> He's a bad thumb. Oh, you know, God. Thumb Wars. The Empire of Thumbs Back. <laughs> that wild time we lived through. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, th- the, 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 th- the thumbs meet the chin people. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Gary. <laughs> yeah. This is really fucking. And then that orange showed up. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, Hatred sees muddy footprints in the kitchen and goes to check them out. Like, and he's just his floor. Like, oh my, my floor is so clean. You mm-hmm. know, uh, he's not. He's not being a security guard or anything. No, he's just being no. a sweet man. Uh, D nineteen knocks him out. Uh, the sample in the un- oven starts to smoke because it's hair, mm-hmm. and uh, Dean walks in. You know, thinking that, uh, or it doesn't, I don't know if it starts to smoke just yet. I think, I thought this was the, the timer on the oven. Maybe. Because Dean comes in to check his experiment. Yeah. And he thinks that the clone is what happened. Yeah, he thought, like, thinks the clone sprung fully formed out of his Petri dish. Yeah, from the oven, because he put some hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and D19 starts chasing him around, and really, really great unhinged performance. Mm-hmm. You know, voice acting here. Um, Dean escapes to his bedroom, the sheriff is looking down through his binoculars, sees all these decoys, uh, and is like, oh, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Something weird's coming up. Officer comes back to report back and says, hey, there's an open grave full of d- dead kids. <laughs> uh, you know, this is full Waco shit. Yeah. So they, they flood the compound with light. So uh, inside we have a fire. We have a clone chasing around another clone. We have a federal raid. <laughs> Very chaotic. Yeah. yeah. You know, it all comes together real well. <laughs> so Hank and Dermot, they think Rusty called the cops on them. Um, and Dermot asks, hey, don't you guys have a plane? You know, and Hank says, well, I don't know how to fly it. And Dermot, <laughs> Dermot's all like, oh, my license is only rated for a single engine craft. Well, he, I, I love him just having an excuse for everything. Yeah. Like he says it like, you know, Hank's like, I can't fly. And Dermot goes, yeah, and my license is always rate, only rated for a single engine craft. It can't just be like, like, no, I can't fly it either. It's because. No, yeah. Dermot can do anything. Yeah. And he's also like under the impression, like everybody is kind of saving face. Yeah. You know, here, like you, you get that feeling that to him, like everybody's keeping up this facade, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you can't fly. Yeah. Me either. Because yeah. of this though. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just, just deeply um, insecure. Love it. Uh, Dean is hiding in the closet and comes out with his hover boots, like apologizing for playing God, mm-hmm. you know, and D19 tackles him down to the panic room uh, where the, uh, the lab is on fire mm-hmm. uh, here, started from the kitchen. <laughs> and Dean, of course, thinks he's a Frankenstein. Yeah. Fire bag. Like, oh, you fear like, fire. Did it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Don't fear fire. <laughs> Um, the fire alarms, though, uh, cause Rusty's bed to drop into the, uh, the panic room, which is a real design flaw. <laughs> it really does. Uh, there, because, you know, the, the panic room is on fire. Uh, he barely stops himself inside the shaft. Yeah. Uh, or by putting his legs to the side. Um, you know, the sheriff orders a SWAT team to attack uh, here. They capture Hatred and Rusty. You know, it's like, hey, you know, what are you doing? I work for, and then Rusty shows up. He's like, well, they work for me. They're not going to be impressed. Um <laughs> They're taking Hadrid's computer tower, which I love is branded. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had to draw it so you'd know it was his. Yeah. So it's got yeah. some well, I've got stuff a, on it. I've got a duck feed vinyl decal on my uh, on my iMac here. Yeah. Do you really? I do, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then if, if you ever get taken, people are going to know where your questionable images. <laughs> I, I assure you, you they're just computer generated, is what <laughs> Hadrid says here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is what Hadrid said there. Not what Cole says. Yeah. Because all the images on his computer are genuine. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> 
of, 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 adult, of adult it. women. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we yeah, go. We yeah. Got to make sure you have lots of regular porn on your computer in case it ever gets seized by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's just naked women, naked adults. <laughs> oh, just Jesus. Spoops, please. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> Hank and Dermot are trying to escape on the tour tram, the people mover from, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, was that, uh, was, was that uh, the yard tag sale or was it the, the buddy system? The buddy system? Yeah. Um, yeah. they serve to try and miss the, the rusty decoy, but the tail snags it and it causes an explosion, uh, kind of, uh, uh, knocking them out of the way, uh, as D19 chases Dean out into the lawn. Uh, at, at one point Dean gets the upper hand on D19 he, and he D19 him up onto the roof. Does he take chase uh, him up onto the roof? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, D nineteen and Dean on the roof is very specifically. Uh, Jackson wrote this episode because he wanted to write an episode with a fight on a roof. Gotcha. Okay, weird. Uh, it's very simple. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a very simple seed. Yeah, yeah. But 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 at one point, uh, Dean gets the upper hand on D nineteen, and D nineteen does scream super runaway. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um. The uh, he's like, you know, I didn't want to play God. I didn't even want to be a scientist. I just wanted to stop my hair loss. Mm-hmm. You know, um, D19 jumps on Dean and it activates the hover boots, which sends them rocking across the compound. Uh, Reggie Watts, uh, you're like, what the hell is that? And Reggie Watts is like, probably the set, the, you know, the, the, the shooting comp- star they think is going to take them to a new planet. Oh uh, yeah. Doing the heaven's gate, uh, hail bop thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, Dermot abandons Hank. He gets dropped off at the trailer park where he lives. <laughs> um, he, uh, he's like, no, no, somebody has to be here to disseminate the story. Mm-hmm. He gives him some money, and you think he's giving him money so he can live. And he's like, bring home some fireworks and Spanish fly. <laughs> uh, very cute. Uh-huh. Uh, and D-19 is about to drown uh, regular Dean, Dean Prime, in a fountain. But Rusty seemingly stops him, mm-hmm. saying, like, you don't actually need to kill that Dean. You just need uh, your daddy's love. Mm-hmm. Um, he hugs him very tight and turns out it's a clone. Yeah. And so they, um, or no, it's the, it's the decoy. <laughs> or a decoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah. decoy explodes, um, you know, just, uh, giving D19 and Rusty is just standing on the front lawn. He says, who the hell was that? Credits. It's so mean. It's such a mean ending. <laughs> it really is. It's like poor kid who's lived yeah. you know, his whole life, you know, probably pri- like wanting the affection of his father. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's, who the hell was that it's pre, it's pretty <laughs> grim but also yeah. it's really funny like they 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 they, yeah. they took they joke about it they talk about like oh you know just uh, again just another one of those let's just get out of here endings like i don't know this feels like much but yeah, much came, more came together great yeah much more earned than uh than yeah. the other like yeah this uh this is a great ending for an episode well it begins, begins ends with a big action climax mm-hmm. like it's not uh oh like end of the episode end now let's just explain what happened yeah like everything comes together pretty impressively mm-hmm. you know in this well the thing that they cut is all of the like explaining like them explaining to the cops like no yeah you know yeah. that's that, that's not this etc mm-hmm. this um, is all just a big misunderstanding to, yeah when we get to the post credits, uh, Hank is on this beach uh, with a sexy lady bringing him a drink. It turned, you know, we think he's in Mexico. It turns out he's in the egg, uh, listening to to Sergeant Hatred's Jimmy Buffett records. God, if there's if there was ever a, a parrot head, it has to be Sergeant Hatred. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though uh, so is the Alchemist. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, when he shows up in the the costume disguised as a paunchy Jimmy Buffett fan. Yeah, 
Huh. Yeah. Uh, that that's later uh, this season, I think. I think that's during the Better Man, which I think is my favorite episode of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a fucking incredible season! I know that we say it every episode, but like we do. But this, like this we're in a, Brothers to me. We're in a really like, good run. Like yeah. I mean, even like Return to Malice, like next next episode, mm-hmm. not necessarily like great, but still some good stuff in that. Like the really really good stuff in that. Yeah. I don't like the salad. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> the, for some reason, you like the I sun choke. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that like it's probably something that happened to Doc Hammer that mm-hmm. he thinks is very universal. Yeah, and I'm just like that's fucking weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, that's a that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we got the Revenge Society. Revenge Society is real fun. Yeah, you know, uh, good good stuff coming. Yeah, so. and I just I, I like these I like these focus episodes. You know, this doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. like move a plot forward, but we're learning about Dean and Rusty's relationship. You know, we're seeing mm-hmm. one of the kind of unintended side you know, consequences of the uh, of the of the clone farm. We get Dermot time in this really good Dermot time. Yeah, this is a, this is an amazing episode, even outside of like the admittedly just like, you know, <laughs> it's it's just a real niche appeal. But it happens to be not my niche, the uh, the prog rock stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a thing where like uh, season three, they talked about expanding the universe. Mm hmm. You know, and going into all this backstory here, it feels like they're expanding character. Yeah. You know, and they, they do that with the clone farm being blown up. Like, they're able to do it now. Yeah. Uh, but the way that the directions I take for Hank and Dean, I, I'm very impressed with. Yeah. Like, in retrospect, it seems like they couldn't have done anything else, but they take it more seriously mm-hmm. uh, than they had to. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I really appreciate that. So. Love it. Yeah. Uh, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, and uh, we'd appreciate you. Give us some money, get episodes early, access to the Slack, all that is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, tell your friends if you have any Adventure mm-hmm. Brothers folks, and uh, subscribe, leave a review, come back next week, all of that good stuff. You know what to do. If you're listening, you've heard Indeed. of their stuff. You've, you, know, you know how, how to help podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you've listened to a podcast before, and if this is your first, welcome. Yeah. Um, the, uh, let's, let's start at the dawn of time. It all started with a thing called this American life. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. Uh, and until next time, go, go team, team venture. venture.